Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. Still. Forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> nice. Great way to start, baby. Late night pod. Uh, welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros podcast. Uh, brought to you in conjunction with the Old City Sports Network. Countdown continues nine days away from NFL football. Cannot wait for next week. I'm sure a lot of you have some big drafts coming up this weekend, including us. Biggest draft yeah. weekend in the NFL season. Uh, so if you're looking for more draft advice, definitely check out our, our YouTube or Spot, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We have episodes for every single team in the NFL, breaking them down, positional rankings, and a live draft, as well as mock drafts all over the past few months. Um, so check that out if you're looking for some help. Also, our rankings are on our website as well. So if you need some ranks, check it out there. Uh, all that link in our bio, Instagram, Twitter, Super Fantasy Bros, you'll find us. Uh, for this episode, pivoting from typical fantasy content again, going to be focusing more on the real NFL side of things. We are going to do our best to predict every team's record, each division winner, and our seven playoff teams, final standings, and Super Bowl champion. Good luck in your drafts over the next week and a half, but let's get into talking some divisions, talking some predictions, starting with the NFC North. So I will quickly start for T-Gods. Obviously, as you can tell, he is not here. He probably will be back next week for our preseason award show, as well as week one preview as we get into the NFL season. Uh, but we do have his predictions, um, so I just want to get his out there in the world real quick. He does have the Vikings finishing at 13-4, and four, Lions at 11-6, and six, Bears at 10-7. and seven. I like that. I know y'all don't. Packers at four and 13. So all the way out on the Packers, but pretty high on the rest of this division. So Q let's go to you first. What do you think about this division? Uh, so it should be pretty obvious. If you know me that I'm going to put the Vikings first at 14, three, we've got the Lions 12 and five. I think some of the hype is real. They'll be a better team. Um, I'm going to flip flop the Packers and the bears. I have the Bears at six and eleven, and the Packers at four and thirteen. But I think Jordan Love is better than Justin Fields and this team as a whole. So <laughs> Bears just loves pissing me. <laughs> no, the Bears just stink, and I try doing my best to not be biased when I'd rather them lose every game because it's very oh possible God. when you have a running back, a quarterback, Pepe. Um, but yeah, this is the Vikings division for sure. All right, Matt. I guess we'll move on to you, so you can continue this Vikings love trend. Uh, I have the Vikings right where you do, sir. Yeah, at eleven and six. <laughs> Don't expose uh, me yet. I have the Lions and the Bears both finishing nine and eight. I think I like both of these teams, uh, but I think they kind of fall in the middle of the pack as the entire NFL goes. And I have the Packers at eight and nine. I respect it. I think I am pretty close to where you're at. I have the Vikings at 11 and six, fortunately still winning the division. Um, I think last year, their record got a little bit out of hand, uh, but I am still high on them. I do still think they are the best team in this division. They should win this division, but I do have the bears right behind them. Um, I do think I did change their record. Let me double check just to make sure. There's no way you think the bears are. I did. I put them at 
10 and seven finishing second in this division. I am a believer in the bears. I'm a believer in Justin Fields. Uh, they they've made some upgrades this off season. They're trying to do a quicker rebuild turnaround here. I'm in on the bears. I do think they have a uh, solid season this year. Um, I am not fully buying into the Lions hype yet. I have them at nine and eight. I do think they are kind of like one of those bubble playoff teams where they could prove me wrong, but nine and eight just feels right for them. Still Jared Goff, still a little bit of issues here and there. I, I just don't love it. He's don't. better than Justin Fields. There's no way that you think the Bears are better than the Lions. The I Bears are the better team. Let's see they what happens. <laughs> we shall see. I just don't love the Lions. Their hype has gotten out of control, man. Out of control. Uh, and I also, I'm a bigger believer in the Packers as well, Matt. I have them at eight and nine. Uh, same as you. I do think they are getting a little bit slept on. I think their defense is still really solid. Jordan Love can make some noise. He's obviously the ma- major factor here. Like, if Jordan Love stinks. This team's going to be where Q has him at at four and 13. Um, no, th- no, that's the Bears. Or, no, or sorry, six and, <laughs> six and 11. Either way, where T guys has him at a four and 13. Like, the Packers will not be that great. Um, if Jordan Love stinks. But if he is serviceable, I do think they can make some noise. The defense should hold him down. They do have a solid running game as well. Uh, so let's move on to the NFC East. I'll start with T-Gods again. Uh, he has the Eagles going 14-3, and winning the division handedly. Love to see it. Obviously, we are all Eagles fans here if you do not do that. So there will be some bias towards them. Mm-mm. But it's just the truth. They are good this year, so don't sleep. Cowboys at 10 and 7, Giants pushing 7 and 10, and the Commanders all the way down at 2 and 15 for T Gods. Um, Q, back to you. I was just going to say you all had the Commanders low, but I also have them at three wins. I do think <laughs> they will be in a lot of games for sure. I think Sam Howell is better than people are, are getting agree, credit for. But I have this Eagles at 16 and 1. Obviously, I go 17 and 0. I think the only game they lose will be against Buffalo. I think they'll get their revenge against KC, which. Maybe the two losses you guys give him outside of another one, maybe in the division. But I have the Cowboys at seven and ten. I think they stink, and Trey Lance will find his way in the starting lineup, which will just cause him to be stinky. I have the Giants at eight and nine, and then yeah, the Commanders at three and fourteen. So I guess the NFC East is back to being ass. Besides the Eagles, for you, <laughs> not a believer, hating on everybody in this division. I'm sorry, you, I love every other team in the NFC. I love <laughs> you the do. NFC. You've been piping them up all offseason, and now no, it's just their they've been their records. You hate them. It's not just Darren Waller. There's plenty of C.D. Lamb. My receiver one. <laughs> yesterday, going to cook the Eagles. Sam Howe, he was just loving him. Yeah. Q, fraud. fraud if you're not on the them. Eagles, I hate you. You suck at football. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt. Uh, what do you have for the NFC East? Well, obviously, I got the Eagles winning the division. Uh, finishing 15 and two, I think honestly, we probably have the best overall roster in the NFL. Uh, not as high on the rest of the division as maybe you, Sean, and T Gods are. I have the Cowboys second at nine and eight. I think they're just going to be mediocre. I don't really see them exploding this year, and they'll be one of the fringe playoff teams. Giants and Commanders, I'm out on. Giants, I have 5-12, and 12, which is a bump up from last year. I only had them winning two games. So the Commanders had to take their spot, and Commanders are at 2-15. and 15. Damn. Giants going from 9-7-1 and one to 5-12. and 12. 
Yeah. That's a fall off. That's a steep fall off. Uh, I will continue the NFC beast trend from last year. Um, I'm still in on the NFC East. I think they are probably the best division in the NFC. Um, the NFC is pretty weak this year, and I think they have some of the better teams. I don't think they're perfect by any means, but just looking at schedules and whatnot, the way it shook out, this is where I have them going. Eagles at 13 and four. I do have them starting off 13 and three and then having basically the chokehold on the NFC. So that gives them the right to kind of rest their starters week set, week 18 and fall 13 and four. Cowboys 11 and six. Still think this team's going to compete well. I still think they have one of the better defenses in the league, um, as well as a serviceable enough offense. I still think obviously Dak's pretty mid, but I think the rest of it can kind of lift them up. Giants 10 and seven. I also think they have some good pieces. I don't think they're going to fall off too much from last year. Maybe I feel like that's basically where they finished last year. I think that's kind of where they are as a team. They added some pieces on offense. Um, defense may not have gotten too much better, but I think the Giants should be competitive this year for sure. And I'm with Q. I, do kind of like Sam Howe. I do think the commanders could make some noise, but I have them at three and 14. I couldn't predict them much higher. I went through their schedule and every time I saw them, I'm like, mm, they're going to lose again. They're gonna- <laughs> so I was accused of loving the NFC East, but you're just giving the most compliments out to every team. Well, I think they are. This should be the best division in the NFC. The NFC is weak. There's some a lot of weaknesses. So going through the schedule, it just ended up working that way. We shall see. We'll talk about like our exact playoff standings once we get through each division as well. So let's move on to the NFC West. Q, actually, let me start with T-Gods again. Don't want to forget. T-Gods has the 49ers at 13-4, and four, handedly winning this division, basically repeating their success from last year. Uh, he has the Rams bouncing back a bit after their 5-12 and 12 finish to 9-8. and eight. Seahawks taking a slight step back. I believe they were a little bit better than that last year. Oh, no, I have the same exact record, nine and eight as well. And then Cardinals at two and 15 falling off the map. Yeah, they stink. Yeah. Do you go ahead and uh, add on to that? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I don't think I don't, I'm not, my standings aren't accurate. Like I don't, I have the 49ers to 16 and one, but I'm just thinking their defense is that good. And they probably will overpower a lot of their opponents, but Brock Purdy will probably give them a couple more losses, regardless the win this division. Um, then I have the Seahawks at 11 and six. Um, I forgot that Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup were back, so I have the Rams at three and fourteen, but that's inaccurate as well. <laughs> They'll probably win a couple <laughs> more games, and then Cardinals at two and fifteen. If Kyler was playing, it'd be zero and seventeen. Stop! He was just going through pressing buttons. He really is. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, same with everybody else. I have the Niners winning this division at thirteen and four. Uh, I think they also have still have one of the better defenses in the NFL and their weapons on offense is insane and kind of allows Brock Purdy not to have to do too much and just kind of manage the game because they have a good enough defense to keep them in almost every game they play. Uh, got the Seahawks at 11-6. and six. I do believe in this team again as much as I don't like to admit my love of Geno. <laughs> but I think in this division – the Rams and the Cardinals just aren't on par with them. I have the Rams at seven and ten. Uh probably where Q would have them if he didn't forget about Stafford and Cup. But the Cardinals are gonna be the worst team in the league. I have them finishing two and fifteen. Two and fifteen. Yep. I want to go one further. <laughs> I, uh, I have say. the I have the Cardinals <laughs> going one and sixteen. This team is a dumpster fire. Kyler's not gonna be back till halfway through the season. 
And honestly, if he's not like 100% early on, I wouldn't be shocked if they just like shut him down. They're like blatantly tanking at this Cut point, him. trading for Josh Dobbs to be their starter. Cardinals are done. Uh, moving back to the top though, 49ers, I have finishing a little bit worse than last year, 11 and six. I do think their schedule is a bit tougher this year playing uh, the Ravens, the Bengals as well. Vikings, the Eagles, they have some tough matchups. I think they also lose a couple in the division, probably splitting with like the Seahawks and the Rams. So 49ers, 11 and six, still going to win the division. Still going to be a playoff team for sure. Um, but then I have the Seahawks finishing at 10 and seven. I am a believer in Geno. I am a believer in this offense. Got a little bit better. Defense was pretty solid last year. I think they should be all right again. Uh, Rams, eight and nine. I still just not in love with this team. This roster's kind of fallen apart since that Super Bowl roster. They still have some of the core pieces, which could get them a little bit more competitive this year, as long as Stafford's looking better and cups on the field, but not in love with the Rams, more of a bubble playoff team for me. All right, let's wrap up the NFC with the <clears throat> NFC South. T-Gods absolutely has no faith in this division whatsoever. He has the Falcons winning it at eight God. and nine below 500. <laughs> uh, a little bit. I don't even love the Falcons, but that's, that's a, that's a hot take. Bucks and the Saints both at six and eleven, and then the Panthers wrapping it up at the bottom at four and thirteen. This is basically going to be the doormat of the NFC for T Gods. I respect it. It's not. It's not looking great, but I have a little bit more faith. I'll talk about that in a sec. Q, you can go with your thoughts for the NFC South. Yeah. So I thought this was a little insane, but I'm going to ride it. Saints fourteen and three. <laughs> look at looking at who they're playing. First of all, they play. They the do best have a light schedule. They had the best quarterback in the division. As much as I hate Derek Carr, so that's six wins right there in the in the division. And then they play the AFC South and the terrible teams within the AFC or the NFC North. So it could be. I mean, they have the weapons. They have a great defense. Um, and Michael Thomas is back and Jimmy Graham. So that just kind of puts them over the top right there. Then I have the Bucks at seven Jimmy and ten. Grandpa. They, I think they'll fight. Uh, I don't know. They'll, they'll fight. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Evans will fight. <laughs> he will against the Saints. And then we have the Falcons, 16 11. I don't think Desmond Ritter is good enough to give them an over 500 record. And the Panthers are going to stink 2 and 15. Those two wins will come from Miles Sanders going off. But besides that, they'll stink as well. That is a uh, wild <laughs> chat message on Twitch. If anyone is in the chat, <laughs> please, ig <laughs> please ignore that message. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any mods. We're not big enough. So, yo, I show <laughs> any message, any weirdo bull. Um, yeah, we'll move on to you, Matt. We'll keep it rolling. What do you have for this division? Well, uh, I got the Saints winning it. Not as confident in them as Q. Uh, I think they'll finish nine and eight, kind of just middle of the pack of the NFL. I do think Derek Carr is a big QB upgrade for them. Uh, I doubt we'll see Michael Thomas a full season, though. Uh, I have the Falcons in second at 6, 10, and 1. I actually have oh them. God, you gave them a tie. <laughs> I have them tying the, the, tie the Atlanta Falcons uh, week 8 or something like that. So just had a squeak one in there. And then I have the Bucks at 5 and 12 and the Panthers at 4 and 13. Yeah. I respect that. Honestly, Sean, this division isn't going to be great. Sean, Thank you should uh, tell your sports book to uh, make like a over-under amount of ties in an NFL season. Unless there is a that's, – I feel like that could be a good bet. There were two last season. I feel like it's probably already out there. Make that the line over-under two ties. Probably like a season special prop or something. Yeah. Like at least some book. 
Um, yeah, it's got to be out there somewhere. Uh, but yeah, for me in the NFC South, I am also a believer with the Saints with Q. I think Derek Carr does give this team an upgraded quarterback that they were kind of missing last year. I still think this defense is relatively solid. Um, I have them going 11-6. and six. They do have one of the easier schedules in the league. Like you said, the division stinks. I have them going 5-1 and one there. But then outside of that, they also have some relatively easy matchups. Uh, so I, I do like the Saints. Outside of that, I really don't like anyone else. I think the Bucks could be relatively competitive. Six and so. eleven, I have them going. I think they're going to be a little bit up and down, but at the end of the end of the season, I don't think it's going to be great. I don't think Baker gets them to anywhere cool, that that close to five hundred or anywhere near above five hundred. Uh, Panthers and Falcons, I also have both going five and twelve. I think these are two younger, exciting teams, but I don't really think any of them are going to make too much noise. So, pretty mid division overall. I do think it's not going to be great. Um, before we get into the AFC, Tom in the chat, what's going on? Going so, through our predictions for this NFL season. Uh, let's do today's sponsor before we get in the AFC. Underdog Fantasy, easiest way to play fantasy football. You can get started now. Best ball media contest still going on. Nine days left, so make sure you join up. $10 million in prizes. Uh, they also have a ton of other smaller contests. If you're looking for some, just like a 12-man league, can join leagues there best ball you don't have to set your lineup all season three dollars five dollars ten dollars whatever um drafts going all the time it's not like your draft kings where you're buying players or bidding on players it's a real draft you join a draft draft your team quick easy uh and fun so sign up use our code super fb 100 deposit match up to 100 dollars. so if you deposit 100 get another 100 matched free again promo code super fb s-u-p-e-r-f-b you can download the Underdog Fantasy app on iOS and Android, or you can sign up online, underdogfantasy.com, and uh, definitely play responsibly. Let's do the AFC North. I'll start with T-God's picks. As always, Bengals at 13-4. and four. He's ready for them to make another playoff run. Ravens at 10-7 and seven with a bounce-back season. And then the Steelers and Browns rounding it out as competitive teams, 8-9 and nine and 7-10. and 10. Q, you are up. I gave you a nice little note on yeah, your wild you. prediction. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, just, he, I have the Browns at 13 and four, which Sean has noted. They've never won 13 games in their franchise history. So they've also <laughs> never had a quarterback as good as Sean Watson in their franchise. So uh, I think a full season of him, he'll be back to Texan form with Cooper and uh, Chubb, Chubb's best season, most likely ahead of us. So uh, they're taking this division. Uh, then I have the Bengals at 11 and six. I think Joe Burrow's only beaten the Browns once or twice maybe once, and it was his last season ever in his career. So um, I think that's where a lot of his losses have come when I did this. Uh, Steelers at 8-9, and nine, and then the Ravens also at 8-9. I'm just not a big believer in Lamar Jackson, but I'm a big believer in Odell Beckham, so he'll get them those eight wins. J.K. Dobbins also stinks. <laughs> I'm throwing shots at all of your players. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. Hater. Um, Matt, we'll bounce to you for this division. It seems like you are also high on the Browns with Q. I am. I'm actually pretty high on this entire division. I have the Bengals winning it at 14 and three. I think nothing has shown me otherwise of them not being the best team in this division. But I think the Browns are going to be a lot more competitive this year. I have them and the Ravens going 11 and six. I see a big bounce back year for the Ravens as well. And the Steelers just at the bottom at 6-11. and 11. I just don't think this team is fully developed yet to where they can compete, especially in this division. Uh, so they're just kind of bottom of 
the barrels for Blue Ray. Like Tomlin's first under 500 season. Yep. At least two of us think that. Three nah. of us. Three of us me, think maybe. <laughs> Not me. I am still a believer. Uh, I'll start at the top, though. I do have the Ravens going 13-4. and four. Um, I do think the benefit of not finishing at the top of the division helps them a little bit this year in terms of strength of schedule. You do have a little bit of an easier path uh, as well as I just like Lamar coming back healthy. I like that they added a few more weapons for him. Um, maybe not the greatest weapons, but I am a believer in Zay Flowers. I do think OBJ still has some juice in him. Bateman hopefully able to stay healthy. Dobbins can stay on the field. I think this offense can make some noise. Defense will always be there uh, for a John Harbaugh team. Um Bengals I have next, 11-6. and six. Obviously, this offense is going to destroy. I think they just have a little bit of a tough schedule. They have Chiefs on the road. Obviously, they have to play in Pittsburgh and Baltimore in the division and Cleveland as well. Uh, they also have Jaguars on the road. Uh, they have the Bills and the Seahawks as well, Titans on the road. It's not the easiest schedule. They have, they have some tough matchups. So I have them going 11-6, and six. still definitely a playoff team, still far above average. Um, then I have the Steelers also above 500, nine and eight. I'm just a believer like Tomlin. They'll figure it out. This offense, maybe not the best, but another year for Kenny Pickett. I do think he can take some steps forward. And if he does, this offense should be a lot better. Finally, rounding it out with the Browns, not as big a believer as you guys Same. are. Seven and 10. Sean Watson didn't show me anything last year. I'm like, yo, this team, this team's going to the it's playoffs. Games. The offense has not really improved much. Elijah Moore doesn't really make me go, oh yeah. We're all in here. They also lost Kareem Hunt. Obviously, Chubb is still going to be just fine there, but I don't love this offense. Defense also relatively mid. I'm I'm not buying into the Browns yet. I want them to prove me wrong. Well, after this season, we will crown Deshaun Watson as the best quarterback in this division. Stop. I promise you. Well, he, he was he if you me. Okay, so Deshaun Watson, the Houston. Don't click if, he, that. if he was the same as Houston, we would call him the best quarterback in this division because that's he was like the third best second best at that time Burrow and Lamar also have uh, like at that's that time Lamar question. was MVP <laughs> I don't but we didn't consider him the best quarterback in the league he, he was just MVP he was top three no at he that wasn't. point no he was yes he was people <laughs> yes, were considering was. Lamar it was like Brady Rogers and Deshaun Watson and Mahomes was so poor Lamar was there in that no, conversation for sure but it doesn't matter at the crazy. end of the season Deshaun Watson will be better than he was in Houston and I'm not stuttering Best quarterback in this division. Best quarter. Uh, no, no, I won't say AFC because we still got my boy Jay Herbo. So he'll be the second best, third hot. best. This is scorching hot. Scorching hot. <laughs> I like it though. I like the hot hotness. Uh, all right, move on to the AFC East. Starting with T Gods again. He is all in on this division. Bills winning it at fourteen and three. Jets right behind him, one game back at thirteen and four. Dolphins also eleven and six. So all these games at least, all these teams at least five games above five hundred. Very competitive at the top here. And then Patriots still also putting up a respectable 7-10 and 10 season. Um, all in on this division for T-Gods. Q, it looks like you are kind of on that same path. I'm surprised he gave that many wins to the Dolphins. I mean, the Patriots. I feel like he's kind of on the – I thought he would have been in the same boat as I. But Bill 16-1, and one, they're – oh, never mind. Um, the Dolphins 11-6, and six, Jets at 11-6. and six. It'll be pretty tight between those two. And then the Patriots at 3-14 and because they stink. I can't believe they dropped. I think Mac they might tank, though. They should have uh, cut Mac Jones rather than Bailey Zappi. It's the same quarterback, so they could have. I guess they just played rock, paper, scissors for who, who gets cut. Yeah, there's no way they were cutting Mac. I mean, they've 
they've he invested in him. He does stink, but I mean, they're going to roll him out. They're going to continue to roll him out there. That would be crazy if they cut Mac Jones. Could be, be could nuts. be his last year. That'd be stinks. It definitely could be. Yeah. It's kind of a prove year for him for sure. Uh, I think they probably just look for like a trade target or something. Just ship him off somewhere. Kyler. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're about the same value basically. <laughs> Belichick might be tanking for Caleb, so we'll see. Um. <clears throat> Moving on to you, Matt, what do you think of this division? The juggernaut, as always, the Bills going 14-3. and three. They just seem to have those uh, double-digit wins each year with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Uh, then I have the Jets at 12-5, and five, Dolphins not far behind at 11-6. and six. I think this will be one of the uh, better divisions Aside from the Patriots, who I have at six and eleven, they're kind of a dumpster fire right now. Six Four wins is a lot, I, It's not Their bad. Defense, I mean, the defense will win them games. Yeah, and Belichick will figure out a way to like slow down some teams and creep out a win here or there. But it's, they're definitely the bottom of the barrel in this division. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I'll wrap it up here for us for this division. I got the Jets winning fourteen and three. I think they take advantage of the easier schedule. Um, I even have them losing to the Bills twice. I basically just have them taking care of business against pretty much everybody else in the league. Um, the Jets, I'm, I'm just a believer in this offense. I obviously think Aaron Rodgers takes this way step up, and I think the defense is, as they showed last year, very elite. So Jets should be rock solid. I have the Bills right behind a 13-4. I think you could go either way here with those two at the top. I am not in on the Dolphins. I have them at 7-10. and 10. I think the I'd offense has some some good weapons, but at the end of the day, like I just don't know if they are that great. I don't know if Tua is going to be able to stay on the field. We saw him obviously struggle last year. I hope he can, um, but they were nine and eight last year. They had a negative point differential of like thirty eight. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't love I don't love the Dolphins. Defense isn't that great either. They've they've kind of made some weird moves where like it doesn't. I don't know if they're all in or not. If they get Jonathan Taylor, that would probably change it a little bit for me. I'd push him probably closer to that playoff, at least 9-8 and eight at that point again. Um, but right now, I'm just not a believer. Patriots, M at 5-12. and 12. Bill's going to win five games. He's not going to like lay over and die in tank as much as I think they should. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do it. So they're going to win five games whether they want to or not. All right, AFC West. We'll start with T-Gods again. Here he is with the Chiefs at the top. I mean, feels like a no-brainer, but <laughs> we will see in a little bit. Chiefs at 13 and 4, Chargers at 11 and 6, and he is just not a believer in the other two teams. Broncos, Raiders, 5 and 12 apiece. Does not love them. Two. Seems like you're flip-flopping. <laughs> yeah, so I have the Chargers at 15 and 2. Kellen Moore, if he was the head coach, they'd probably go 17 and 0. Um, but he's not, so time management will probably kill him a couple games. I have the Chiefs at 10 and 7. Please, God, I hope this happens. I pray <laughs> to God. Uh, then I have the Raiders down at 6 and 11. I think Jimmy, Gar- we, Jimmy Garoppolo is, is a great, good quarterback winning percentage-wise. He wins a lot of games. He, he wins a lot of games. He has Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Um, so but this, that being said, they're still going to finish third in this division. And then I have the Broncos at 3 and 14. Um they're coming out of a hole, and they just lost Jerry Judy for who knows however long. So we may not see the return of Russ, even though they have Sean Payton and an okay defense. Maybe too much to overcome. 
We shall Fuck see. Fuck the Chiefs. Chiefs <laughs> hater. Matt, what do you got? Uh, well, I have a brain, so I have the Chiefs still winning this division. Mine is just bigger. So you think. Your head's just bigger. <laughs> you got uh, some big domes. All right. Q, pull up the picture. <laughs> I almost did. Put that picture out. <laughs> <laughs> but I got the Chiefs winning. Chargers not far behind at 12 and 5. I think they're by far the two top dogs here. We all agree. Uh, Raiders finishing at 6 and 11. I think they'll squeak out a couple wins here and there. And the Broncos, I have absolutely no faith in at 4 and 13. Russ just didn't look like Russ that we knew last year. I don't see that changing. Like Sean said, Judy's already hurt. I uh, said we'll that. see if. Sorry, Q said that. <laughs> and um, we'll see if their offense can stay healthy with Javante and all that. But I just am not big on the Broncos this year. Yeah. I respect it. I will wrap it up. I got the Chiefs 12 and 5. I'm closer to Q than actually pretty at, at the same. But I do think they're still 12 and 5. I still think they're going to win this division. I found some losses for them, but I just that they're still the Chiefs. It's hard to pick against them after they've been so consistent over the last pretty much decade. Even before Patrick Mahomes with Alex Smith, they were still like a certified playoff team. Andy Reid just knows what he's doing. Uh, Chargers, 10 and 7. Chargers are just going to charger their way to some losses. I can't go all in on the Chargers. I did <laughs> last year. I had them. I think I had them upsetting the Chiefs to win the division last year, I believe. Um, I don't remember exactly. If not, I had them very close. And I do still think they are the second best team in this division, but Chargers are going to charge her. Broncos, I have at nine and eight. I think they do take a step forward with Sean Payton at head coach. I think that helps a little bit, um, but I don't think they're going to be great. Nine and eight, I think they'll be competitive in most weeks. They don't have the toughest schedule, so they'll I think they should be okay. They'll definitely take nine and eight. I think that's a successful first season for Sean Payton. I think they'll probably be between like seven and ten. I think nine and eight might be their ceiling, to be honest. Maybe I went a little heavy on them, but should be all right. And the Raiders, one – and 16, Jesus. lock it in. Raiders are the tied for the worst record in the NFL this season. Downgrade a quarterback from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo. Barely, not even. Downgrade. Downgrade on offense with losing Darren Waller, replacing him with Jacoby Myers. This defense is still not very good whatsoever. Um, they barely replaced Darren Waller as well at that tight end position. They have Michael Mayer. I guess he's a rookie. He should be okay. But Austin Hooper. He stinks. Stinks. Serviceable at best. Um, I don't love the defense, and I don't love Josh McDaniels. I don't think he's that great. They were 6-11 and last year with Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs having the best season of his career. I don't think they improve. I think they still take a step back. I don't think Jimmy G is an upgrade, and he has barely played healthy seasons in the NFL. He has some wins under his belt, don't get me wrong, but if he goes down, it's Brian Hoyer. Like, I don't think this team is going to be good. I don't think it's built to last. Josh Jacobs is already unhappy. We'll see how long Devontae Adams is able to put up with it. I'm out on the Raiders. They're going to fall apart. They're better than the Cardinals. Mm. Cardinals They are better than the Cardinals, but I have them winning one game. So (laughs) by record standings, they're bad. (laughs) All right. Last division, AFC South, starting with T-Gods, Jaguars, 11 and 6. I think that'll probably be the consensus for us with uh, them winning the division. Titans at 9 and 8. And then hates the other two teams in this division. Texans, 4 and 13. Colts, 
three and 14 all the way out on Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud for T gods this season. Q are you in the same boat? Yes. I have the Jaguars winning at 11 and six. I think the Titans are still in it. They're, Mike Vrabel is a top coach in this league, and they still have some good pieces. They added the op. So I have them at 11 and 6 as well. The Colts are 2 and 15. JT not playing the first four games is as if they're already going to hurt enough. They're going to hurt even more now. And the Texans I have at 1 and 16. I don't really believe that. I think they'll win maybe three games, but um, I guess they'll be 50 50. We'll see. But yeah, Texans are still going to finish at the bottom of this division. Or at least they'll be fighting with the Colts for the bottom of the division. <clears throat> Chandler also out on the Titans in the chat. <laughs> Fucking terrible. They're not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they might be okay. I, I'm not fully out. Matt, you I, are up next. I think you are in agreement with Chandler. I am. I am fully out on the Titans. We'll get to that. I have the Jaguars winning this division pretty uh dominantly. I have them finishing 13 and 4. Big believer in this offense. I don't know what's driving it towards this record but maybe it's t-law's jump last year or calvin ridley or all the above <laughs> or i think it's mainly just the division because i don't think i have them losing a single game against the other three teams and then yeah, i yes. have the colts at five and two not too big on Anthony five and Richard. twelve i mean five and twelve <laughs> five two would be nice to start <laughs> <laughs> they would use up all their wins right then and there but I have the Titans at 5-11-1. That is the team that will tie with the Falcons. I think them and the Falcons are pretty similar. So I think there's a game where they'll just finish with the same score. And Texans, 2-15, not much to talk about there. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Chandler, that's a pretty hilarious comment. Derek Henry and 10 future car salesmen. Don't sleep on Derek D-Hop. And uh, Dan Hill is pretty mid, though. He could be selling cars. Definition of it. I fucking hate it. Uh, but I am not that far out on the Titans. I have the Jaguars at 11 and 6. I do think they will uh, continue to run this division. I think Doug Peterson's still a hell of a coach. Obviously, we had him in Philly. So I think he will get we this did. team to where they need to go. And Calvin Ridley obviously gives them a little bit of a boost on offense. They've added a little bit of help on defense as well. I think they should be fine. Titans, I have at 10 and 7. Um, I don't think they have the toughest schedule. I think D-Hop does help this passing offense that was abysmal last year. Um, but even so, the Titans still end up like just being competitive no matter what. Like Their 7-10 last year wasn't great. I think they do take a little bit of a step forward again. Uh, I do like Mike Vrabel a lot as coach. So 10-7, I like the Titans. Colts, don't hate them as much as maybe you guys do. I have them at 6-11. I think I'm the highest out of all of us. Um, I think their defense is still relatively all right. And – Want to see what Anthony Richardson can do. And again, not the toughest schedule. I think they're going to beat up on the Texans twice. And I think they have a couple other easy games in their schedule where I ended up being like, all right, I'll take the Colts here too. Uh, Texans, though, I'm all the way out on again, 2-15. and 15. Slightly better than the Raiders and the Cardinals, but don't like them either. CJ Stroud, I think he's just – it's kind of like a, a test run this year. Not many weapons. This team's kind of in rebuild mode. We'll see what D'Amico Ryans can do. I know he's going to want to play – very good defense, so that's going to be his focus. I think the offense is going to be pretty abysmal. All right, that is it for each division, division by division. So let's get into how that shakes out for our playoff predictions. So again, I will start with T-Gods. I'll start with the NFC. T-Gods has them going 
Uh, the Eagles going 14 and three, taking the number one seed. Vikings at 13 and four at number two. Niners also winning the division at 13 and four. And again, Falcons eight and nine, getting a four seed. Disrespectful <laughs> to the five seed Lions he has there at 11 and six. And Bears and Cowboys round to get out at 10 and seven. Um, not too bad overall. I think I agree here and there. Uh, but the bubble teams for him, he has the Rams and the Seahawks both at nine and eight as well. Teams that maybe could sneak into the playoffs. That's fair. Uh, I guess we'll go conference by conference. So Q, you could go next for your NFC playoff predictions. So it's somewhat similar at the top, at least. Eagles, 49ers, and Vikings, first three seats in that order. Then we have Saints with the fourth seed. Uh, and then Lions, Seahawks, and Giants down at the seventh seed. The bubble teams for me are going to be the Cowboys and the Bucks. I would the like Bucks. to see the Bucks in there. That would be interesting. That's a lot. But uh, just hates yeah. the NFC. Hates it. He does. I just like the Eagles. Nah, I do too. All right, Matt. <laughs> NFC one through seven. What do we got? Top is looking pretty similar to the rest of you guys. Got the Eagles, 49ers, Vikings. I uh, also have the Saints at four with Q. Seahawks, Cowboys, Lions rounding it out at seven. And for the bubble teams, I have Sean's favorite team, the Bears and the Packers. Go Bears. Bear I, down. What, what, what happens when the Eagles play the Bears in the playoffs and Justin Eagles Fields possibly them. scores a touchdown? Sean's be like, oh, He's gonna be like, yes, fuck. <laughs> Love me some Justin Fields, but in playoffs, there's no fantasy implications. I'm all birds. Um, yes, my NFC teams are pretty similar to you guys as well. I do have the Eagles at the one, 13 and four. I have all the division winners after that at 11 and six. Niners, Vikings, Saints in that order. Uh, five, six, seven. Cowboys at 11 and six. Giants, 10 and seven. Bears sneaking into the playoffs, baby. 10 and seven. Now, I also have the Seahawks at 10 and 7, so I could see them also taking that spot. Um, they are my bubble team, definitely the highest one I have. Lions as well, I also have some faith in, but think the hype's gotten out of control. I have them at 9 and 8. And Packers and Rams, I also have in the mix at 8 and 9. Um, so I have a lot of teams kind of right there, but I am most confident in the Bears and most confident in the NFC East with the Giants and the Cowboys also making it. Um, I think it should be relatively competitive for the NFC, but I think the eagles should have it pretty much wrapped up there we will, touch, we will touch on that in you're lucky my desk is made of wood you can knock on your head if there's no wood around i got plenty of wood um <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa. Uh, all right let's move on to the afc before we get into our super bowl predictions uh t guys in the afc has the bills at 14 and three at the one Chiefs at 13 and four, Bengals at 13 and four, and then the Jags rounding out the division winners at 11 and six. And then five, six, seven has the Jets easily taking the five seed. Looks like they'll have that locked up for some time. Uh, and the Chargers and Dolphins rounding it out 11 and six uh, as his playoff teams. And then he also has the Ravens at 10 and seven, Titans nine and eight, still in that mix in the hunt. But it looks like Jets, Chargers, Dolphins grabbing those wild card spots for him. You. I was excited you. for the AFC. Uh, so. A bit different. I have Bills, Chargers, Browns, top three seeds. Super different. <laughs> Jaguars, Bengals, Titans, four, five, and six. Dolphins at seven. Mm, these bubble teams. The Jets and then the Chiefs. Bubble team. Probably <laughs> won't make it in, but give them the bubble team uh, title. Uh, fuck they the Chiefs. It. <laughs> They're not making it in. A bubble team. They're not making it in, though. I can't You're wait crazy. till they're watching from the outside this year. 
You're crazy. All right, Matt, what do you got for the AFC? For the AFC, I have the Chiefs at the number one, Bengals right behind them at the number two, Bills three, all finishing 14 and three. Uh, Jags are overtaking the number four spot from the Chargers at 13 and four. Chargers right behind 12 and five, along with the Jets. And then the love of the Browns, Q, I'm with you. I have them seven at 11 and six. And this AFC is going to be juicy because I also have the Ravens and the Dolphins at 11 and six. So I feel like that'll be a fight for that last uh, playoff spot. Yeah, I agree. And the AFC is always pretty tight for those last few wild card spots. Um, I will stick with the tradition of the AFC uh, when we get there, when I get to my wild card teams. But I have the Jets as the number one seed in the AFC at 14 and three. Just a believer. I already talked about it earlier. Ravens, I have a two there. I have them a bouncing back strong at 13 and four. Chiefs, still a playoff team, not getting that home field advantage that they always have. 12 and five at the three seed. And Jaguars, 11 and six at the four seed, taking their division. Um, Bills, obviously close behind the Jets. I have them at 13 and four. Obviously, still think that could go either way, but I will take the Bills there. I think as it breaks down, either way for me, I would think Jets or Bills are going to be one and five. I think that those two are the top two teams in AFC this season. Uh, Bengals at six, 11 and six, still going to be solid, still a playoff team. And I have the Titans squeaking in there in the seven seed at 10 and seven. Um, I think that would be a fun rematch with the Ravens in the first round. So hopefully we get to see that. But bubble teams. I don't know. I'm going to use, I'm going to go use the bathroom real quick. So I don't want to hear disrespect the Chargers as a bubble team. Chargers, bubble team. <laughs> While Q's not here, you can watch this back. Chargers are going to charger. They always are in the playoff hunt through the end of the season, and then they always somehow fumble the bag, whether it's actually a fumble, it. an interception, just even what it was Phillip Rivers. Blew the everyone was like, Phillip Rivers stinks, but now they got Justin Herbert. Everyone was considering elite, still cannot get into the playoffs. And even if they do, they always end up fumbling the bag there too. But I think they're going to charger their way again to 10-7, and seven, another successful season, but not in the playoffs. Uh, other two bubble teams, Steelers and the Broncos. I do think those teams are just going to play some competitive football this season. I had them going around 500. I think they will have a chance to squeak in to that seven seed as well. That is it for the playoff teams. So before Q comes back, I will get into T God's Super Bowl prediction. I don't think it matters much. I think we all have a different team that they're playing, but T God starts us off with the Eagles and the Bengals meeting in the Super Bowl and the Eagles taking. The W, you gotta love it. Q, I think you're pretty similar. <laughs> I've got the Eagles and the Bills in the Super Bowl with the Eagles winning uh, <laughs> easily. Easily. <laughs> Spicy. Uh, Matt, what do you got? Um, with you guys, I got the Eagles Super Bowl against Sean's number one seed, the Jets. I think Aaron Rodgers has a great year this year with the Jets. Overall, their team is super solid. They have a great offense, maybe even a better defense. So I could easily see us meeting them in the Super Bowl. But final score, Eagles 28, Jets 24. It's too close for my chest. They're always (laughs) close. (laughs) That is true. Yeah, definitely not going to be a blowout in the bowl, aside from that like Seahawks one. That one was wild. Yeah, that was Um, garbage. I will wrap it up. Eagles, Ravens in the Super Bowl. 
do think the Ravens have a nice bounce back season. They finally get there. Lamar puts together uh, another solid campaign. Big believer. You get the the battle of the running quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. And of course, got the Eagles winning. I think they take it easily through the NFC. They get the home field advantage. Um, and then matching up against the Ravens, I think they do match up well. This Eagles offense is going to be so solid. And obviously the defense is looking very solid as well. So go birds, not the Ravens, yeah. specifically the Eagles. I wish like they one one day they'll do it where they set up the league where like the playoffs are AFC and NFC just mix match. So like the Eagles could play the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Like just imagine saying we beat the Cowboys. I don't know. Some some crazy like that. It just sucks that we'll never get to that point. Maybe yeah. we will. If I'm the commissioner, I'm changing up the rules. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a wild comment. We were all rolling as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. That is it for the predictions for the season. We do have a couple of trivia questions before we get out of here. So, Q, what do we have today? We got to swap swap up the screen again. Yeah, uh, we're gonna play another two rounds of wavelengths. It's, it wasn't too bad last time. Um, let me see which one we'll do first. All right. So yeah, it'll be same same thing. Three categories for each number. Um, I have a number in my head. Uh, I will give you the three categories, and I feel the, like you'd be changing it. No, no, I, I, I no, because you when you guys got two, <laughs> that, I was so surprised when you guys got two yesterday. Um, so yeah, here we go. This is the first category for the first number. Um, category is NFL logo, and the NFL logo is sorry, the Washington oh. Commanders. Okay. Um, okay. All right, I'm waiting for the okay. Second, <laughs> I chose this picture. It is. Oh, let me write. I have it. I better not list. be on the slideshow. <laughs> no, 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 you're not. Uh, the the second Doesn't is Michael Pittman's 2022 be. preseason hype versus his actual result in 2022. He's actually wearing a cutoff in this picture. I wish it wasn't so blown up. <laughs> okay. I, um, okay. I'm thinking it's 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 yeah. <laughs> and then spoil. the third is the price of beers at the stadium. Okay. I have an idea. I got a number as well. All right. I got my number. Okay. I will count down three, two, one, three. Four. It was one. I had a feeling it was one. But Pittman wasn't that bad, and I was the only he, right. dragging me up. But we were hyping it. We everyone hyped him up as I hyped him up as a wide receiver one. He still finished wide receiver twenty, so he wasn't like dog water. <laughs> he was uh, close. And I was like, beer prices are pretty bad. And then I was also like, Commanders logo is okay, I guess. <laughs> what would you call a one logo? The Browns. Nah, they just got a new one. That dog one or whatever. Oh yeah. Pretty clean. Uh, the commanders are probably honestly the one if I thought of that harder. The Pittman yeah. thing threw me off. I think also my bias for Pittman was shining through. <laughs> all right. All right. We can uh, go on to the next one. That guy with the beer in his mouth is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this so for the next round, uh first category is having Pat Fryermuth as your tight end one in fantasy. Okay. Uh, then we're going to go uh, late 2000s retired quarterbacks, Tony Romo. 
Okay. Fuck that guy. And then as a player. <laughs> uh snack choices at the stadium, snack slash food, cracker jacks. Okay. All right, that that I think that's shielded in for me. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. Three, two, one, three. three. Yeah. <laughs> it was three. The cracker, Jack, cracker Jack brought it back down for me. Uh, was I, was in a, I was sitting at a four again. What was now, the first uh, image again? It was Pat, Pat, Pat Firemuth as your tight end one. Yeah. So that was like, all right, three to five range. And then you said Romo. And I was like, Romo wasn't that bad. So I started pushing towards like four and five. But I was just like, my Eagles bias was pushing Yeah. The down. bias, you had to keep the bias out. That's what I was hoping. And then Cracker Jacks, I was like, oh, I'm locking in the three. <laughs> so like probably the last choice that I would choose, would, but they not smack. Would but they pretty, brought it up. Good. Yeah, not the uh, Cracker Jack. Would notches have brought the number up because that was the I was talking to Eileen. I'm like, what? What do you think is a snack that's like a four out of or three out of ten? And they said she said nachos. I said nachos are like a seven out of ten. I fuck with nachos heavy. Nachos would have brought it way up. <laughs> yeah, I would have put. I would have said five <laughs> if it was nachos. <laughs> Maybe so that is, peanuts is probably in that range too. I was like, do you think pretzels? But I like peanuts. A pretzel? Would you have put? Around three or four. Nah, yeah. I love pretzels because they're cheap. I guess salt pretzel. That's true. Uh, when I go to a game, if like I'm not trying to get full food, I'm like, I'm grabbing a fucking pretzel. <laughs> Hammering that shit. <laughs> pretzel to beer smacks at a football game. Um, all right. That is it for the NFL predictions episode. We will revisit this episode at the end of the season when we do our end of season uh recap, see how far off we were. I think last year we weren't too bad, but there were some pretty bad takes. I think we were all way out on the Giants, and they were very solid last year. So anything can happen. Got to be a little bit bold. Got to love Q's boldness. Got to hate Q for putting this on the screen again. (laughs) 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 I'll put anything over that. I don't even know where it was. I couldn't get it off. (laughs) Put the Cracker Jacks back up. Um, Yeah. Again, if you are interested... Uh, in using underdog fantasy make sure you use our code super fb help support us um we also have fanatics <laughs> <laughs> recently <laughs> relationship with fanatics uh they have a ton of uh discounts going on all the time use that link in our bio across all platforms <laughs> and next week we are in full swing for football season doing our preseason award show as our last kind of off-season episode and then week one preview let's go the nfl is back uh, as always follow us on all platforms as i just mentioned twitter instagram facebook tiktok we're pretty much everywhere check out old city sports ton of good podcasts bunch of great sponsors over there as well uh that link is in our bio too and we will see you guys next week peace you guys not my favorite receiver in history <laughs> <laughs> not i definitely love jarv okay bye